niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. All right, yeah, we back. Episode 20. Niggas Woo! watching, niggas have been watching, niggas have as been. As always, uh, as always. As always, thank you all for rejoining us and uh, listening to us talk about movies and TV and shit. David Dean, what's going on? Man, not much is going on. Uh, shit. I think we just had a holiday pass, right? We did. Yeah, Fucking sir. We Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving and, uh, yeah, or, you know, we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. We, we just, don't celebrate. We just niggas who get together and eat. Um, like most of the other people in the world, we ain't trying to celebrate all that yeah, shit. But that. we do celebrate, you know, uh, uh, the the time to come together and be thankful and all of that good yeah. stuff. Um, but this is a show about movies. This is a show about Hollywood shit. Yes, sir. Um, this was a good week of Thanksgiving releases, or was it? It was. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a decent week of, of it, Thanksgiving it releases. Was. Yeah. Um. But um, you know, I got a list pulled up here of the biggest Thanksgiving weekend openings of all time. You want me to just run through some of these? You're gonna, you're probably gonna be like, "Oh, damn, I forgot that that came out yeah. during Thanksgiving." The only one that I think I may know is like Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the only one off the top of my head I may know. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where that ranks on. Oh this yeah, list. let's see where it you ranks. Know, bro. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna jump it off with the the biggest. Fucking Thanksgiving weekend movie opening ever, which okay. belongs to Frozen. Wow, yep. that's not a surprise. I just didn't realize it came out in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frozen is number one, and this is based on this is do, uh, domestic. Um, I'm not, I don't I ain't got the worldwide numbers pulled up here. Yeah, but worldwide would but, is yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thanksgiving um, not celebrated worldwide. Also that, <laughs> um, and you know the gross there was a. Uh, over four hundred million dollars of that one domestically um, first weekend. Um, yeah, actually, I guess so. Damn, this says Thanksgiving weekend openings over a five day. Um, that's a lot. I think so, bro. That's that's a lot. Or but or or no, it's not. It had to be ninety three million. So gross and then total gross. So it's gross for that weekend and then total gross. Okay, okay. okay. I was gonna say four hundred million in no. five days. Okay, them so niggas was here. We go. Yeah, that's that's way more accurate. <laughs> I'm like, God, niggas get four hundred m's in five days. That's crazy. Um, but after Frozen, we got Ralph breaks the internet. Okay, so I'm uh, starting to see a trend here. Eighty four okay. m's. Number three, Moana. Okay, I'm I'm definitely starting. Eighty two m m's. Number four, Toy Story 2. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Toy Story 2 at 80 M's. Okay. Number five, Coco. Great, great, great movie. Film. All Honestly, of these films say, are, yeah. are great films. All of, you just named five classics. <laughs> um, Coco at 72 M&M's. Number six, Tangled. You remember this film? I do remember Tangled. That's the Rapunzel joint. That is. It's like the remake of the Rapunzel joint, mm-hmm. essentially, or like the redo of it. But yep, yeah, yep, I remember yep. that. Yeah. Um, at 68 M's. Number seven. Oh boy, the um your fa- one of your favorite actors of all time is in this film. Number seven, we got Creed two. 
Oh, it's lit. Yeah. Three twos on the list. Hey. <laughs> Three twos on the list, bro. And um, 56 M&Ms. I like, I like Creed 2 a you lot. You know? Um, and, yo, the Rocky franchise is like a Thanksgiving-type franchise, in my opinion. Very Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's the energy you get. Uh, and uh, at, after Creed 2, so at Creed 2 at number seven, number eight, The Good Dinosaur. Number nine, Enchanted. Number 10, Four Christmases. So it's only two uh, live, live action. action movies. Four Christmases actually isn't bad. That's with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Four Christmases isn't bad at all. After that, we got uh, at number 11, Unbreakable. Here's a live action. Unbreakable? Yeah. With Bruce Willis and Sammy J? Yeah, from 2000. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the distributors here, and the Walt Disney Motion Company, Walt I mean, Disney they, they Studios got, like, distributed not, most of these. Yeah, I was to say they got like eight out of the first ten, yeah, and, and Unbreakable. <laughs> oh was, mm-hmm. wow! Uh, number twelve, Bugs Life. Another Disney. Disney owns Thanksgiving. Bro, I was about to say weekend. there's only one movie oh, so far that's not a Disney, Disney owns movie. Owns it. Number thirteen, Back to the Future Two. Number fourteen, we got our guy again, Michael B. Jordan, back. Creed One and number fourteen. <laughs> Number 15, The Muppets. And here we go. Number 16, we got Knives Out. Wow. I honestly did not think Knives Out would be so low on the list, but it makes sense to me that both the Creeds made it way higher than it. Yeah. Um, after Knives Out, we right back into animation here, bro. 17, Encanto. 18, the OG Toy Story. I Arguably one of the, if not the greatest animated motion picture films Easily ever. Easily up there. Easily up um, there. Is what Pixar got there, you know, jump started Pixar I'm and sim- really jump started the whole everything that we've seen since then. Yeah. Um and it also pioneered like that 3D animation mm-hmm, stuff. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um and I'm a, I'm gonna finish them off here at these last two for 19 and 20. 19, we got Penguins of Madagascar. Wow. 35 M's uh that during that opening weekend. And number 20, shout out to uh, a, a, f- a staple on our show now, Eddie Murphy. We got the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> okay, <at> number twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I was not expecting some of those movies to make that list. Yeah. Unbreakable and Haunted Mansion are probably the two biggest surprises. For yeah, me. that's no, no. Every, everything else is like okay. Like you can I, see I could, Creed and Creed One and Creed Two being there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, the, the Creed movies, like all the Rocky movies, are like a um, it's like a Thanksgiving staple. You know what I mean? It, it just feels like something you watch during Thanksgiving, like. And you know the Creed movies definitely exemplify that in a, in a great way. Uh-huh. Uh, Unbreakable, right? And number was eleven, like not expected. Very, very up there. Also, wasn't expecting it to be a Disney movie. Uh, it's probably what Touchstone or something I think under so. Disney. Yeah, uh, Haunted Mansion was another movie I was not expecting to be on the list. Also, a Disney movie, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That is a Disney. Yeah, film. so Disney just owns Disney Thanksgiving. owns Thanksgiving weekend. Boss. It does. The records, it does. The record books belong to the Walt Disney Studios. Man, there. man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, um, but uh, speaking of those, and speaking of um, you know, just those films that came out um over the past years for Thanksgiving weekend or Thanksgiving week. Um, yeah. What are what are the ones from the most recent Thanksgiving weekend that you were? excited to even if you haven't seen it but you're excited to get around to watching oh glass onion glass, glass onion. onion is easily the number one mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna see that tomorrow okay yeah we're gonna see that tomorrow hopefully um glass onion i actually want to see a strange world now yeah it seems like it's a solid movie. why not bro yeah and like the cast i'm like is great like jake gyllenhaal, gyllenhaal's Gabrielle in union. It was, oh gabby union's in yeah, there she's in another um, one that's 
probably going to land her in, in the, on the red carpet for hey, the academies. I'm, bro, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit, yeah. but she's a little bit of Oscar buzz yeah, going it's on. Yeah, some Oscar, it's some she's Oscar already been paid nominated out right for, now. Yeah, she's already got nominated for a couple of awards. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really, those... I, I kind of want to see the menu, but I kind of don't. Like, that's... Menu I've doesn't... Yeah, I will, you'll talk about your review later, but mm-hmm. uh, just based on what I've seen on the trailers, I'm like, this doesn't really seem like the type of movie I want to see, but everybody's kind of gassing it. Everybody seems to like it a lot. Course, so I'm like, all right, let me let me tap in. There's a lot of in. niggas out there doing a whole lot of adding gas to this one here, bro. Yeah, I'm like, uh, golly. A lot, a lot. A but, lot. But it's also, it doesn't look... I'll say it doesn't look like certain movies. Like, you know, certain movies, you'll see the trailer and you're like, okay, this is garbage. And then people add gas to it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, let me try it anyway. And then you'll watch it and you're of like, course. oh, no, this is hot ass garbage. Of course. The movie didn't look bad. It doesn't no, look no. bad at all. You yeah. know what? And and I can, I'm not going to give a, a, a deep dive of the film because I kind of would want to watch it again before I really give like a deeper dive. But it's it's a, it's a solid film for sure. Yeah. It, it looks like it's so, not like it's going to at least be a solid film. That so. is for certain. But I would say those those three movies. What about you? Any any movies? I know you saw a few. Yeah, I did. But... Um, you know, thanks I was it was a you know, it was a semi busy week. Um I was a little under the weather, but I was still able to squeeze in two films. Uh got to see Bones and All with okay. uh uh Timothy Chalamet and um goddamn her her name is is I'm I'm losing it right now. I, I, I could look it yeah, up. Yeah, pull it yeah, up. I was about to say, I, I literally you know, just I don't know looked it up about earlier Timothy, too because she was Charmander. at the um she was at the Gotham Awards, um and Devotion with our our guy Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell. Good old JM. Good old JM. Um, saw both of those. Uh, really really enjoyed my time watching both of those films, especially Bones and All, with it being more of a on the horror thriller side of things. Devotion. Very war propaganda e. Okay, um, it looked like it. Yeah, it's based on based on a true story of the first African American man who essentially died in like naval combat. Um, really? Yeah. He. It, it's it's a good film, but it's pretty heartbreaking, bro. All right. Yeah. I'm in the trailer. I'm not. Like I'm not. I'm not spoiling anything. This is based on true shit. The fucking plot is out there. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, this is no spoiler alert here, that, ladies that and gentlemen. Life. This is just me, you know, letting you know essentially what the film is going to entail. I ain't giving it away, though. And I'll also but, tell you, anytime you have a trailer and the main character's life is being narrated by somebody else, yeah, that nigga died. He did. That nigga is <laughs> dead than a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. But saw both of those, man, and I was, I was, you know, very, very, um, like I said, in, entertained. I enjoyed both. You know what? I can go to movies, and you know, if the movie is not good, I'm not gonna lie about it, and. Ain't got nothing to lie about here. I enjoyed them both. Very okay. much well worth my time and my money. Ah, there so, you go. There good. you go. And also her name was Taylor Russell. Taylor Russell. There it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Russell. Her and Timothy Chalamet were um, the leads and Bones and all. And, you know, if you've ever seen this, is, here's my review of that movie right now. Let's do it. Quick. Let's run it up. I was just going to ask what the, what your, what your rating quick. was. Yeah. Um, If you've ever seen American Honey, shout out Tori. Because she said the same thing. You've seen American Honey. It's a very coming-of-age story of motherfuckers essentially backpacking across the American Midwest. It's kind of bones and all, but make it about cannibals. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, There's an odd amount of cannibal-esque <laughs> content and it's a love <laughs> that's been coming out. You got, a, you got a weird love story, you know, you know, entangled in there. And, and, you know, yeah. But overall, it was a good film. I enjoyed it um, from start to finish. Okay. It, you know, it wasn't one of those films that um, Andre Holland's in it as well, too, if you remember Shout out from, to uh, Andre uh, from Holland. Moonlight. 
Um, but if you um, go and sit down and watch this film, um, it, it's from the start to it, they they don't they don't waste no time. They don't okay. waste any time with this one, bro. It's roughly I want to say about two hours, um, and they're they're going the whole time. Like every scene is pivotal. Um, you can't really miss anything if you you know even though it's a it's a fairly easy film to follow along it's not overly complex or anything like okay. that um but it's uh all of each scene leads to something greater okay. um that you know is building on so it's one of those films that you know from start to finish bro we it, it gets you going but i enjoyed it i think it was a really really solid film i think it did um for thanks for its opening and i don't Look up that budget on that one too, boss. Um, I want to say it did three point five M's for an opening, um, and I don't think it was on a super huge budget. So I think that three 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 and a half mil right there was uh, right where they wanted to be. Okay, if I'm not All mistaken. Right. All right. Um, you gonna pull up the budget on that one? Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the budget on that one. What, what would your rating be on it? Yeah. Um, out of ten. Oh man, I I already was on Letterbox. I was on Letterbox soon after. You know, shout out to Letterbox. Shout out to everybody who is on Letterbox, writing our reviews, feeling like goddamn, you know, Rotten Tomatoes without having <laughs> to go through all of the the fucking red tape to get on Rotten Tomatoes. My God, you, you know, you can't just go on Rotten Tomatoes you and can't. just be posting. Yeah, um, they'll put your shit in the audience. Sure will. But um, out of ten, I gave it an eight and a half, eight point Re- okay. five out of ten. So you really like yeah, it? Yeah, really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, for sure, five out of five stars to go watch it. If I'm recommending it, definitely going to give it a five. Okay. Um, it's just I love the way it's paced. It's beautifully shot too. Uh, who's the director on it? Luca. Um, Luca Guardano. Yeah. Like him. Yeah. Um, beautifully shot. Um, pacing was great. Like I said, start to finish. You know, you don't really have a lot of filler in there. Um, and yeah, overall, just a really, really good film. I wish it would have came out during horror season in october but i i I understand why you know it didn't of course because you had a ton of big names that came out (laughs) in october yeah so i also want to see what studio it was um see what studio it is because sometimes that'll that'll definitely contribute to it i don't know i don't think it is because i know a lot of chalamet's films have been through like sony pictures releasing I don't know if this is a Sony Pictures film. Um, you'll you'll find it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it looks it's a it's like eight companies here mm-hmm. in terms of the production companies. It was distributed by Warner Brothers. So it's a Warner. Okay, yeah, it's essentially a Warner Brothers film, and the budget was sixteen to twenty mil. Budget was sixteen to twenty M and M's. Yeah, but sixteen to twenty M's. It'll make that. They ain't no thing because uh, it's a horror. It's a horror picture essentially. Yeah, um, they'll don't don't make it. It sounds like that. they got good word of mouth. Um, I think so. I think so. Shit, I didn't expect a lot as many people to be in a theater whenever I did go see okay. it. And it was, I mean, you know, Timmy Timmy uh, Chalamet. He's got a, he's got himself a little fan base. He's got a he got he's got a nice fan base. You nice know, fan growing base. there. I mean, it's been growing for um. What, what was his first major release? Was it um, Call Me By Your Name? Yeah. Ar- he was Army? actually in Interstellar before that, but Call Me By Your Name was his first release. He was in, he was in Interstellar, Yeah, huh? he was like, I think the older version of The Sun or some shit. Oh, shit. Um, Another, uh, uh, golly, I haven't watched that film in a while. And yeah, I, not that long ago, it was like the anniversary of the film. I should go watch yeah. it. Um, um, but yeah, very, very, very solid film. Chalamet, he's good for those, you know, Kind of indie type films, even though this is distributed by Warner Brothers, so it's well, everything le- more less than indie. Yeah, and I also say it's distributed by Warner Brothers overseas. Oh, okay. Uh, in America, it's uh, United Artists. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, through MGM. So got it. So it's got it's, the, it's still major. It's, it's still, still a major. It's still, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. still a major. Still a major. Um, but yeah, enjoyed that second film. I also saw, like I said, Devotion. Yeah, with Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell. Um, which is his second airplane movie this year. Which is his. Which Glenn is in back to back. He's in Matt. Yeah. <laughs> That's what niggas were saying on Letterbox too. This nigga needs damn planes. Maverick Maverick continued down there, (laughs) but um, for Glenn Powell at least. But um, you know, war pictures, you know, biographical war pictures. On top of that, you know, they're hit or miss. Um, especially for me, I don't really go to see a lot of films centered around like war and military stuff, like. There have been so many great films that have come out too in, in the recent years that I've just like gotten around to. I didn't go to the theaters to see it, you know, during its open. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch it when it hits streaming services. I'll watch it when I can, you know, rent it or whatever, like 1917 or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, okay, it, I'm not super pressed to go see this. It's, it's tough because it's always propaganda, right? Yeah, yeah. It's literally exactly. always propaganda. It's always, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and. You know, as great as Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell were in their roles, <laughs> yeah. this film is nothing nothing short of that also. Um, but they did what they needed to do. Jonathan okay. Majors is for sh- this is clearly one of those films that they were that they're hoping at least to to generate some Oscar buzz for okay. him and Powell probably. Probably um uh, Jonathan Majors' wife in the film. I want to say is her name is Christina Jackson. I could be wrong, but I think that's her name. She plays um, the wife of Jesse, uh, not Jesse Owens, Jesse Brown, not not, not Jesse Owens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse Brown. He was uh, the first. I want to say the. I just. I think I just said it. The yeah, first, first pilot. Af- yeah, first American pilot, pilot to die die and, in um, in war. Um, and yeah, she was his wife. She was great too. Um, and if I had to give this film, you know, my recommendation out of five stars, uh, I, that's a three, 3.5, you know, okay. if, if it's something that, that piques your interest in terms of like the story, um, it's based on true events. If that gets you going to the theaters, go for it. Yeah. Um, if you love watching war films, um, then absolutely. I, um, if you, if you just, cool. yeah. And if you are want to see good acting then i'm 100 percent going to suggest that you go see jonathan majors uh deliver a really 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 good performance but did we expect anything less than I mean, he's, what he's, he's like he doesn't miss come on yeah he doesn't exactly miss. and glenn powell was great as a supporting act too um out of 10 i think i rated this one like a seven okay yeah um solid and solid for me because like i just said war films biographical war films just war films in general I tend to not really care to go see them in theaters. I just watch them when I get around to them. If I see it on wherever the fuck I can rent it or watch it streaming, um, that's usually where I'll watch it whenever I get around to it. So for me to go see this one, I was locked in to go see Jonathan Majors. That's I, you know, he's a he's another uh, favorite of ours here on the pod. Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to see it, and that's just what the fuck we do. Niggas go watch movies. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. we do. Yeah, we do. But what um, is. yeah, man. But you know, some other you know, before we we get deeper into our topics here, man, you had some something else you wanted to give. Uh, you wanted to bring up. You wanted yeah. to at least. Uh, you know, pay your pay your homage. Or yeah, pay, pay respect to uh, Jason David Frank. Yeah, man, recently passed away. Apparently, he took his own life. Oh, um, yeah, man, really tough. Was he forty really nine? I believe. Yeah, about forty nine. Um, Jason David Frank. If aye, you're not aye. aware, 
He played uh, Tommy Oliver on Power Rangers. Power Rangers. He's known to OG. be like... OG, OG. Known to be like the greatest Power Ranger of all time. I mean, everybody... If you're a kid in the, 90s, in the 90s or even the early 2000s, you mm-hmm. know, you remember Tommy from Power Rangers. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I feel like he's uh, he was a hero to everybody. You know what I mean? Definitely a staple. And it's very unfortunate to find out that he, uh, he took his life. Um, I think... Um, it's just sad to see somebody go out like that. Absolutely. And, and I know I know he was still heavy in the Power Rangers culture. If mm-hmm. you like anytime you saw him on like Twitter or anything like that, he'd be at conventions dressing up, taking pictures with people. That's it. That's uh true. anybody that seemed to have met him, like fans and stuff, they all say he was nothing but nice, mm-hmm. nothing but kind. All of his old co stars are like, you know, they're taken aback by it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh so it's definitely a uh uh That's a sad one, man. Yeah, very sad, very sad. Huge loss. Huge um, loss, man. So you yeah. just you nailed it. You know, if you grew up in the nineties or, you know, even the early two thousands and you just have like you like you say often, just passing knowledge of of early Power Rangers actors. Yeah. He's a staple. He's like <laughs> Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's as long as I've known anything about the Power Rangers franchise, he's been involved. Bro. With it, a hundred percent. Yeah, like so, I remember having the v- the both his movies. I remember mm-hmm. going to the theater to see it. Had both the VHSs. Used to run that. Like damn near broke the VHS tape watching that. Man, shit, tell like, me about it. Yeah, so, so that's a sad one there, bro. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Very Man, sad RP to see to him, bro. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, just you know, you, you just hate to hear of 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 anyone who who. You know, takes their own life, but you know, you never want to pass judgment because you don't know what these people were dealing with in their personal lives. Do you not. Know, that do is not. not I, that is not what we're here for. We here At to all. to you know pay our respects, honor you know you know another you know talent that we grew up watching. Absolutely. You know, and for many people out there admiring, um, you know, it's it's just really unfortunate. It For is. Sure. It is very unfortunate, and um, I also feel like there's a not necessarily even a resurgence, but there's like a lot of there was in the last few years. There's been mm-hmm. a lot of people doing like cosplay and art regarding like the old Power Rangers and yeah. stuff. So like there was like a, a active community of people For that sure. like you know looked up to them still even to this day. Absolutely. Uh, so it is a very tough loss on a lot of different people. Um, and you know once again. Hopefully his family and everybody there they're they're able to grieve okay and able to see how how much he was how loved. impactful he was how and important how he was, he was yeah. to to pop culture yeah like, absolutely <laughs> like, absolutely this is no yeah he's definitely but R.I.P. to him man rest in peace man absolutely rest in peace uh, but while we're on the topic uh, both Thanksgiving and you know grieving mm-hmm. uh, mm. recently we both saw. Black Panther. Oh forever. boy, the yeah. black, the Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my boy Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, bro. Let's, oh man, what a film! What a motherfucking what a movie. film! What you nailed a movie, it. Bro. You nailed it. This is a film that deals very, very, very heavily um, with grief. Yeah, no, the the entire crux of the plot is about. Is about grief and it's how about grief. tricky grief is. You know, you can never, you know, really, you know, you, you never know when it's going to hit you. 
You yeah, know? and and you can't necessarily tell people how to grieve. You can't tell people how to grieve. Yeah, and you, you can't, can't be mad at how they grieve. how they grieve. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, even you, if you attempt to tell them how to grieve yeah. or whatever, like you can't really be mad at how they approach that. And I think this movie did a really, really did good a job. Job with that. Yeah, of like nailing those nuances. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't try to pull back either. Like they didn't. No, they, didn't, they gave it was it was straight out the gate, bro. From from the the moment the movie started, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, bro. Oh, just what a fucking film. What I thought movie. it was I mean, just to get my review, bro. I thought yeah, get, it was Yeah, it get was, shit off. Bro, I thought it was shot super well. Like this it although I really, really wish um Chadwick was able to, to still here around to like be in a film, mm-hmm. this might actually be Coogler's best shot movie. Mm. If you if you like go back and really watch it, which I mean we've seen it more than a few times. We're gonna yeah. see it more than a few more times. But, right, niggas is gonna see it a few more times, yeah. but we you know, yeah, we didn't already seen it multiple multiple <laughs> times. But if you really watch it, like the uh-huh. way it's just shot, the way it's framed, like the way like he he chose to approach certain things, like I just thought it was a really, really well shot movie. Like it was a beautiful looking movie. Um I think it was really well acted. Um, I think so too. Yeah, I think. Um, I think, and, and you know what, I could say that you know, with both Black Panther films, you know, I feel like they really approached it from like a, like, making sure that not only are you you know doing the 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 um, the actual franchise itself, you know, because like Black Panther and a lot of these other Marvel you know movies already have a built in audience, of course. Um, but not only that, you know, they're making sure they're getting people who can come in and do these roles a service in acting. Yes. Like, really fine acting. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, they, like, really fine acting. Yeah. For like, sure. they, 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 I mean, uh, Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. Uh, come Tino- on now. Come Tino- on now. Uh, Herta. You know what I mean? T-Nock, yeah, T-Nock, man. Bro. T-Nock, man. Man. Like, Golly. Uh, to, to, e- to me, easily, those are the best performances in the film. Without um, question, yeah, without question. Uh, I'll also say, I made this comment when I was in the theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like Ryan Coogler shoots, like he makes movies for niggas. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I feel like he, like, he makes he makes movies so everybody can obviously go. Without a, without a doubt. But there's there's like, he makes movies for those niggas that's going to be sitting in the theaters like, I would never do that shit. Why the fuck didn't they do that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain shit that's like, like when um uh, when the Moor walked up to uh, Ramon and was like, "All right, I'm gonna tell you like this." Yeah. If y'all, if I, if y'all yeah, niggas, yeah, yeah. he was I giving niggas, niggas a, in the water. Yeah, I don't want you if, niggas even in the water, if, nigga. If, if somebody from Wakanda wake up in the middle of the night, yeah. and get a bottle of water. <laughs> if somebody if from Wakanda even sweat, I don't want you niggas even sweating. I don't. I don't want no. I'm moisture. on your ass. No moisture. <laughs> I yeah. promise you, yo. She's I'm coming done. to see you. She's. Done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna come. I'm nigga. I'm coming to see bro. you all in person. In person, bro. Yeah, he was a real nigga, bro. He 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 was a real nigga, and I like that. Um, especially compared to Killmonger, mm-hmm. his motivations weren't as they weren't as I guess evil. He went about it probably in the wrong way. He mm-hmm. definitely like similar to Killmonger, threatening to kill way too many black women. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably one of his favorite <laughs> threats. You know what I mean? But. But also, you could understand from like a leader standpoint, especially seeing the way Shuri approached leading. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see why how he kind of came to that conclusion. Like when this nigga bodied Ramonda, 
and then my looked at goodness, bro. Spoiler alert: If you niggas yeah, have not alert, seen it yet, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The spoilers have already been online. Right. How but have you not seen the biggest fucking movie right now, Bruh. But when that nigga, uh, when that nigga body Ramondez and looked at looked at Sherry and said, "Just killed your mama." Yeah, you're a queen now. You're the queen now. Mourn these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like bury these niggas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna catch you in a week, and we gonna get at this and shit. We right? get, yeah. We right? Mm-hmm. Catch you later. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was it just such flew a... Flew off. Bruh. Fluttered off. Man. <laughs> like, it just looked gangster. Like, how you yeah. got wings on your feet and you just look like a fucking gangster? Yeah, he was a real one. Yeah, so I... But I, I, I do respect how they approached the villain because they didn't necessarily make him a villain so much. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, similar to the first film, the villain is the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the mm-hmm. U.S. government for trying to impose certain shit that they probably shouldn't have imposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, for doing some shit they probably shouldn't have did. Boy, oh boy, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. It, it almost always is. And, you know, it's just kind of how that ends up driving the wrong people into a battle. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue I kind of had with the film. Okay. I had two kind of issues with the film. But the one actual issue I had was um, the pacing. For a two hour and 40 minute movie, you can never. It's an almost impossible to get the pacing right like mm-hmm. Zodiac's one of my favorite movies ever but even that movie like when you get towards the middle it's, it's always drags mm-hmm. like any two hour two hour and ten minute plus movie is gonna drag when you get towards the middle uh, and the other one is obviously once again like you know No Chadwick is a very glare it's a it's very obvious you're missing like the lead actor from the first yeah. film but you know that's no fault of anybody like they pro- no. they did it the best way in terms of things I loved bro I think Ryan Coogler stepped up with the action scenes like when uh, fucking Okay was Okoye, uh, Okoye my here. bad, yeah, goodness my bad. gracious, a little tired, a little tired. I had my rifle. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, 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 yeah, Okoye, Okoye. Uh, mm-hmm. when she was fighting uh, on the bridge, yeah, when, when she her, was fighting, yeah, yeah the uh, the Talocon, the Talocons, mm-hmm. um, and that nigga put his spear in the uh, the ground. And then just dragged her and hit it. Everybody in the theater was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, that was, I heard, yeah, yeah, I got the was, same reaction. And all, bing, all and then she just, vroom. like, mm-hmm. it, it was, man, the action scenes were, like, top notch. I, I really feel like, because that was one really big criticism, right, of the first film. Like, the real, first film was really good, but the action scenes weren't exactly memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't really get a gauge on, there's no real reason Killmonger should have been able to fight the exact same way as the Wakandans, if that makes sense. Um, and in this film, you got really distinct action styles from uh, fighting styles from uh, both the from uh, both. yeah the Talokans and uh, the Wakandans. Um, also, Mbaku was an MVP. Winston Duke, uh, yep, definitely an MVP. Um, some of the jokes didn't really land for me. I'll be honest. Some of the jokes didn't really hit. You know, the jokes were very like. Um, now I get what you mean because I kind of felt that way with the first Black Panther. I felt the jokes were very. I don't know how to even put it. I don't. Um, I don't even want to necessarily say shoehorned in, but they didn't. Like, I laughed at some of them, but not all jokes landed for me either. I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. I they, get they, you. they, they, they just don't all hit the same. So, mm-hmm. like, there's certain Marvel movies where you'll watch, like Ant Man movies. You might watch it, and the jokes will still kind of hit. Every, you know, every time you watch it with mm-hmm. Black Panther and Wakanda Forever, I feel like once you watch it, the first time you might chuckle a bit, but after that, you're a bit like, let's just get back to y'all niggas mm-hmm. fighting. You know what right, I mean? Right, let's get back. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get, get back, back to, to y'all niggas swinging or like some fire uh, mm-hmm. action scenes. Um, I get what you mean, though. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, someone else has said it on Twitter, and I wish I could remember the tweet, but it, it, it summed it up perfectly with the humor in both. Uh, Black Panther one and uh, Wakanda Forever, and damn, I have to find that tweet. But 
it it nailed it exactly how you and I are kind of feeling. It's like yeah. you could tell you you need to have your you know your your comedic relief throughout of the course, film, especially a, a very heavy film, incredibly like heavy forever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do wish the jokes would have um, would have landed a little bit more, and they were more memorable, like the jokes, like stuff that we can think of when we're not even watching the film exactly. and we're thinking of like other Marvel films. It's like, yeah. no, nah, this one had like some very funny moments that I would put up there with the best. But Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. this one, not necessarily. Um, and the one big thing I'll say before, you know, we get your review, mm-hmm. um, the score. Was the score was fire. Fucking amazing. How would you say the score on two versus Wakanda, uh, versus one? Not gonna lie, bro. I, I low key think I like the second one better than yeah. the first one. And and you gotta understand, I listen to the first one all the time. Mm-hmm. Listen to Killmonger's theme. Listen to uh, T'Challa's theme. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's Killmonger versus T'Challa, that's like a good like song out the uh, first one. And um, both the all the 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 scores when they're in the um, ancestral plane is also really good. Um, mm-hmm. But with this one, it was such a Ludwig did a good job of like incorporating the um, soundtrack into the score in such an organic way that you don't even notice that you're like listening to the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily know where the score starts and the soundtrack starts, which he's done before. He did it on Tenet and he did it on the first Creed. Um, so it's not like unheard of for him to do absolutely. it. I think he's the only one that does it though. Um, but the score was was absolutely beautiful. I really think I'll probably actually put it over the the. Uh, the first one um, is such a, a fire score, and they managed to incorporate all those different cultures. Um, the only one versus this score versus the other one that we didn't necessarily get is like, like African American type music, like in terms of like rap or trap, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. you kind of got like the Killmonger side of things. One, yeah. yeah, but you didn't need it in this. No, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. you didn't need it exactly. at you all in this. It. Like it worked better with the approach that they took. Um, but yeah, bro, I, I fucking love the score. I thought that shit. I still think that shit's amazing. I'd be bumping that shit all the fucking time. That's nigga. what's up, bro. Yeah, I thought the score was fire. I mean, I, I always think that the music in, and um, especially whenever Lou was at, at the helm of of scoring whatever film that is, or who already kind of biased, anyways. Um, but yeah, I thought the score was fire too. Yeah, but um. <sighs> Trying to think of anything else that I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh, well, the other thing I also thoroughly enjoyed was that Killmonger scene. Once again, spoiler alert, sorry. Yeah. But the Killmonger scene. Uh, yeah, oh, that go nigga, ahead. That nigga <laughs> hit it with. That nigga hit it with. You seeing me because we both the same type of person. Like, let's get, we, let's we be not, real. We not be about to sit here, here and ask for, for no we permission. Not none of that. We not going to sit here and be diplomatic. None of that. We about that action. Yeah, period. So when you leave here. Yeah. Is is you gonna sit here and let this nigga walk up in your what that they they got the somebody's like this is how Killmonger said they got the video you gonna let him walk up in your house yeah take your food <laughs> your food <laughs> they don't respect you <laughs> oh now, bro, Michael Irvin right yeah bro that's literally how it was though like yeah. he was like yo like like that's like a hype speech you know what I'm saying like that's yeah. like some shit like yo if, if look nobody I, believes in you. <laughs> It's like, yo, I don't, I don't know how you allow niggas to talk to you, but if it was me in your yeah. position and these niggas said this shit to me, oh, I'm bodying niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm bodying niggas. Mm-hmm. And it was really dope to see, like, you know, how that played into, like, that last little fight. Yeah. Especially when Ramonda comes back up and she's like, tell them who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like she did in the uh, in the uh, first film with uh, T'Challa. With so, T'Challa, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it worked out really well. And I, I thought, I mean, I just think it was a well put together movie. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a funny scene there. 
That shit was jokes, bro. The crowd was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was yeah, that was. I knew that, uh, you know, that they were gonna hit us with a, 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 a some type of twist at some point. So I was excited to see that. Yeah, we got yeah, to it. yeah. Um, and of course, you can't have a Ryan Coogler movie without Michael B. Jordan, I mean, so. this niggas is a staple. Him and yeah. him and him and Ryan Coogler just go together. Them niggas yeah, is like I fucking mean, green eggs and ham. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's almost literally like uh, Scorsese and them uh, niggas is goddamn and niggas and Hennessy. They go yeah, together. no, they go together. Like yeah. they, they like they like. I don't know this. why I said green eggs and ham. Now nah, look, it's, it's the same difference though. Same difference. But uh, now nah, let's oh. get let's get your thoughts on it, bro. Oh man, yeah, I mean you 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 nailed a lot of it. I'm not going you know to do too much, but because you you nailed it. Um, I thought that the film was fucking fantastic for yeah. me to go see it as many times as I've seen it. I had to really be locked into it, I locked hope into so. the plot. <laughs> um, this is a long film to sit through, so for niggas to go see it multiple times, you had to really really be sold. Um, from the get go though, like you've already said, like we've already pretty much covered here, it deals with grief and it deals with grief. Right away, um, I thought that the way the film started, um, I liked that they just got right to it. They went ahead and addressed, you know, the not the really the elephant in the room because we knew that yeah. T'Challa, our Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman was not going to be in the film. Duh. Yeah, but they got right to it. Um, they you know showed you. You know the Marvel way of how it happened, and they tried yes. to do it in a way that still honored him in real life. Yeah, it did. Um, which was which was I thought was fantastic. Even just you know how it was a silent opening after the the lab scene. How oh, yeah, bro. Like nigga, you could hear a pin drop in the theater, yeah, dog. Yeah, you could. It was silent. I think I heard some niggas bawling in there. It was it was somebody it was some sniffles. <laughs> it was bro. not a dry eye in the yeah, house after it was that some first sniffles, after bro. that first that opening. Um and it was just it was just marvelous, you know, no pun intended. Um of how they they um or how Kugler and how they honored him early on and they did it in a way that, you know, still was beneficial to the storyline it 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 fucking was beneficial to people who are just fans of yeah. the black panther everyone everyone got there you know it's always gonna be some fanfare in there but this was the way that they approached it was just man oh, it was bro. it was something i'm still i kind of still get chills thinking about it. i'm like man that was that op- that opening was so just like I don't think I've ever been in a film, non-Marvel doesn't matter, um, to where it opened a film and, and where a film opened in a way that allowed you to be sad right away. Yeah. It allowed you to be in that moment. Niggas, you, like, we all knew. Nobody knew up until seeing it, of course, but we all knew that this was going to be addressed. We didn't know how they were going to approach it. And just seeing that the way it was done, how Taysel was done, and just letting us, you know, at least before we got into the the meat of the film again, it gave us that chance to, in, in a sense, relive the first Black Panther in in, in its own way. Yeah. Because you know of of the the timing of of the what was happening. Yeah. Um, and then also, I'm mean, not to cut you off, but yeah. I think one interesting thing that they did was like they had like. It kind of got right to it, and they yeah. had like that real kind of frantic scene. Very. Mm-hmm. Then it, it kind of like allowed you to grieve for a moment, and then the very next scene after that is the uh, Dora Milaje uh, fucking fighting those niggas that's mm-hmm. trying to take the what's it got called? right to it. Got right, right to right the right to the business. It, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was I was 
wondering how the U.S. government was going to fuck up this one, just like they fucked oh, up man. in the first one, and we did not have to wait long to figure that one out. No, we um, didn't. But no, nah, man, the film was was great overall. I mean, what more can I really say that hasn't been said about this film? Um, score is fantastic. Man. Cinematography was amazing. Oh, man. Um, fucking, I personally really enjoyed Letitia Wright. Um leading or helping to lead this film i mean you have t knock like we've already pointed yeah. out being a, a great addition to the cast the queen angela bassett i mean of course oh yeah of course even though niggas ripped our hearts out again Woo! that was a tough one I, I i just knew in my heart of hearts that she wasn't gonna die niggas ripped our hearts out again i just knew in my you know, heart of hearts you thought we were just dealing with grief with chadwick boseman no no Aha, aha, no. niggas, niggas, dog. I wish I could have like met Kugler, like, yo, bro, like, really, this is what we doing? Yeah, I like, mean, this is, bro, <laughs> this is Angela, what we doing, bro. Angela Bassett said she didn't she, even know. Yeah, she didn't know, and when she found out, she tried to fight it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, she was. She was like, you can't do this. You can't do this. But he explained to her why he was going to do it. And, you know, she was like, all right, I'm all for it, but golly. Nigga. Man, I was like, it, talk about not a, not a dry eye in the house after the opening scene and, and you know, and the, the home-going celebration of, of, uh, of T'Challa. You have, midway through the film, another huge loss, which what we're talking about here, if you don't know, it is Queen Ramonda getting Man. fucking peeled. Bruh, tucked. Tucked. Almost legitimately. Waste. The motherfucker that we were just talking about here, he meant all of that shit. <laughs> like, that nigga, he was not fucking around, He meant bro. all of it. He said, look, if you niggas even got them sniff salt, we are on your ass. Yeah. He's we're like, coming I'm, back. I'm really not playing I'm with not you. I'm not playing with you niggas. I, I don't understand. This is, like, this is not I don't know how the white people do it here, but or not, not, not in Wakanda, because ain't no yeah. whites there. But I don't know how y'all be dealing with, with the, the UN and all that shit. We ain't that. Yeah. This ain't that. We, I'm coming back to your front door. What, and the nigga did just that. Bro, that, what that nigga <laughs> said, that nigga said, all right, fuck around if you want to. Like, listen. P- play with me if you want to. Y'all playing these games. Hey, because he's like, I'm not. And I am, boss, you had to know, like, whenever she was like, all right, I'm going to draw him out. We was like, oh. So, so that was one thing. When I first watched it, I was like, I was like, this is like. This ain't easily the well. stupidest like decision you could have possibly made. The second time I watched it though, like knowing everything, I was like, okay, like you're you're approaching this from a place of from like a, I'm a, my, this is my my child. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm so, not really thinking super rational. Yeah, right exactly. Now. And nobody was really thinking super duper rational. Like up until like closer to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I get it. But woo, I was like, uh, that yeah. that that just Neymar was not fucking around. That's oh, why you know I'm boy. glad that you how you touched on him and you know the the correlation with him and you know Killmonger. You know how ultimately the 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 looming issue here or the looming doom or not really doom but the motherfuckers who were really the bad guys here were the u.s government yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you know what i mean yeah like that, um, those are the real villains that's real villains here. both films, um, no question but you know uh, how it was framed and you know being able to have these two very complex villains so to speak um and you know giving people more than just like your your typical villain arc you know like something that was just gave them more depth like as yeah. as characters you know you could 
like actually empathize with both of these characters. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Especially us as black people in America. We were very easily able to identify more with Killmonger than T'Challa. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the just, only things we didn't necessarily fuck with is like, all right, bro, you don't got to go around. You ain't got to go around, right. Like, okay, Killing no. these motherfuckers. Like, now, you, well, now you're doing a little now too much. Now you're doing too much. That's a smidge too but much. Wanting, wanting to liberate your people knowing how fucked up it is for black people in America, niggas was all for that. Yeah, and it honestly, honestly, if you look at it, Wakanda sat and watched all these sat niggas. Sat and watched. Bro, they sat and watched, and you had a valid question. Like, why would, why would y'all niggas mm-hmm. just sitting and watching this it, shit? In like, plain sight. Like, right why y'all niggas just sitting and watching? And then even with uh, Namor, like, he's like, okay, this isn't y'all doing this. You know what I mean? I get why you might have did it, but like now it's a danger to both of us. Exactly. As you can see, like, so we need to team up. We to need fight to team up this bigger thing. Period. And it's just when you notice, like, when he was giving a speech and like talking to uh, Sherry, everything was straight. Robin Tilly's like, oh no, but we got to kill Riri. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she just can't. Like, yeah, we, she can't, like, she, she just too smart for her own good. Yeah. She don't, she type just, shit. She just don't need to be here type shit. Mm-hmm. And like that's where it's like the disconnect. That's the arises. disconnect. Mm-hmm. And then you notice fucking um uh Nakia, you know, killed killed the uh Talokan mm-hmm. on the way in. So at that point it's like Yeah. Ooh. It's like it is what it is, right? Like and you know, I don't necessarily agree with that method of of going about things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's just two nations. Y'all can y'all yeah. can talk it out. Y'all can have some type of treaty Both or whatever. Two nations built on fucking vibranium. Yeah, like here. y'all can literally talk it out and figure it out, but I can also understand why, like, it, it's it's a, it's almost like uh, Namor got the uh, the same Michael Irvin speech, where it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Where it's, it's like, all right, bro, you so these niggas came into your crib, killed one of your people, mm-hmm. just dipped out, didn't even say nothing. No, he was like not fucking with none of that. Like, not, like that nigga, it, look, what? I, I get it, I get it. You That's know it. what I'm saying? Just as as Queen Ramonda had to protect her child and her nation that's literally was his approach as well exactly quite literally yeah um but no man um aside from all of that i also really enjoyed um really you just you nailed it actually i'm 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 hey this is she's another favorite of the show here lupita nyango oh yeah love her man um also really interesting to see that her and mbaku were um being they were you know throughout the the like when they were writing the script for the for Wakanda Forever, um, they were toying with the idea of making one of them the Black Panther. Really? Mm-hmm. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't have been mad at that. They obviously went with you know Mbaku kind of towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really what what it's leading to is, or or is he being is he leading to just take the throne because the Black Panther is sure. Yeah, I mean, she has a heart shaped herb, so it's it's weird in the in the. Comics, the Black Panther is always whoever the leader of the nation is. Of the day of the yeah. Okay. So in Mbaku taking the throne, he's gonna get the heart shaped herb. He's gonna get those powers. So he, he's gonna eventually be a Black Panther. How they approach it, having two, mm-hmm. like if Shuri even wants to still be a part of you know helping out Wakanda in that sense, or she wants to go about her stuff in a different way. She is like a, a technical genius, so she can build her own suit. She can, if she, yeah. If she decides to, she doesn't necessarily have to go about it that way. Um, and Mbaku doesn't necessarily abide by science, so he might not even have his own suit, if that, you know what I mean? Right. So there's, there's a lot of different directions. A lot of different could, directions. Yeah, a lot of different directions. The next one. Um, um, yeah, but um, him, Mbaku, and Nakia, and fucking Okoye, and you know, that was another heartbreaker there, how fucking... After the 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 fight on the bridge, and she Ooh. popped, she pulled up, and 
Man, I think I heard niggas in there whenever she had her 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 status stripped. Ooh. And niggas was like, ooh. That was tough. Even the speech she got. So that speech was in the trailer, and I'm thinking like, yeah. oh, okay, she's just talking to everybody when I'm watching no, the trailer. she's talking to her. She's talking directly to her. Like, And I'm like, that's real. Like, I, yeah. get, I get why, um, I get why, you Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, like, maybe stripping that title from her isn't necessarily in the, in the best interest. Like, she done fought for y'all. But at the same time, her husband... Damn near tried to uh, tried to overtake the throne. She lost your daughter after specifically promising she won't lose your daughter. Um, obviously, she she's not hella good at her job. If all these people like, I get why you want to take, it. and I get yeah, like that her. fucking I, yeah. passion, like why you piss. Like this is all your family have. You, have you left. stood up there when Killmonger took the throne, and you helped him. For a second, but you still helped him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for Ramonda, mm-hmm. T'Challa wouldn't even came back to like Killmonger would have still been on the throne if it wasn't for mm-hmm. Ramonda damn near. So I, I, I definitely I definitely get it and that speech I never yielded. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I am not dead. <laughs> All that challenge shit over with. All that shit over with. All that shit did. <laughs> oh um, bro. No man, that was another the way that this film was written, bro, was just crazy with all of the, just how every time you think like, okay, we done finally got over and they like, ah, ah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was so, that, that's when I realized, okay, Ryan Cougar's writing this movie for niggas because after, after Shuri went to the ancestral plane, she saw Killmonger and she kind of tried to be like, no, no, no. And then she realized she had powers. I'm thinking the very next scene when she's meeting up with all the niggas, she's going to be like, all right, y'all. I'm the Black Panther. I'm the leader. Let's all come together and figure out a way we can talk mm-hmm. to Namor and figure mm-hmm. this shit out. But when she was like, this nigga just killed my mama. Killed my mama in front of in, me. In, at, not even in front of me. At the fucking crib. Yeah, at home, nigga. That at nigga. home. <laughs> like <laughs> The exact same place she be chilling Fuck and watching, nigga, watching Netflix and Disney Plus and shit. Period. That nigga laid her body down and was like, warn her. I'm back in a I'm week. I'm coming back. Y'all niggas have fun. Yeah. So she was like. You niggas clean up this shit that I done made a mess <laughs> of. How about that? She was like. <laughs> We we gotta get back at these niggas yeah. like that. that that's yeah. not even a, a, a that's not even a question. Mm-hmm. And then when she went, she fought the nigga, almost died, but then came back and was like, you know what? Nah, maybe this ain't it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he he's making this movie for niggas because Shuri did exactly what every nigga in the theater would have did yep. if they if they came home and seen their mama laid out, laid out, and the nigga that killed her is like, all right. Like just up Floating like Floating yeah, this y'all shit like yeah, Do what like, you gotta do It's like damn I done made a mess huh mm-hmm. Alright whatever Go ahead and clean this shit up Bury her Cause I, I don't think She coming back Cause she ain't coming back <laughs> I don't think she coming back I might come back for you Yeah if you fucking so, around <laughs> I might come back for you I ain't forgot about Lil Riri either like, I ain't forget about you I might come back for you <laughs> But y'all clean this up I, I clear, Clearly I don't yeah. went a little too far You know what I mean Catch yep. y'all niggas in a week uh, um, I, I kind of also wish, you know, and you know, you had like your your you know the stuff that you wish you could have saw more of in this film, more from uh, Michaela Cole's character. Really wish we could have got more from her. Yeah, I I thought we were. I'm yeah. pretty sure because he's doing a Disney Plus series. Yes. So I think she's gonna turn up in a Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's yeah. How, couldn't why get that too went. much of it away. Yeah, but um, she's such a joy. I wish I could have just we. Of course, most people's mm-hmm. like, damn. We saw her, and of course, we got glimpses of yeah. of who her character is. You just wish you could have got a little bit more. I'm pretty sure. I'm mean, so originally it was a four hour cut. Yeah, and they whittled it down to uh, two hours and forty one minutes. Two hours and forty one minutes. 
Uh, so it's like an hour and 20 minutes that just went on the cutting room floor. Uh, some of which actually was a, a bigger subplot with the U.S. government. So yeah, the U.S. government factored way more into the plot. Originally. I knew it was going. I knew they had to, bro. Yeah, you could kind of tell too it. because it was like three or four scenes. You know what I mean? I, I knew it I had to. Compared to the first one, this one had way more scenes with two white people talking. Abs- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> way more scenes. And w- when I say way more, I mean three compared to like half. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, that uh, there was apparently a little bit more of some type of a romance between Shuri and Namor. They tested it with audiences. Audiences didn't really fuck with it. Okay. So they decided to go with what they went with, which I'm happy. Happy about. And I'm pretty sure just based this on... This nigga's like a thousand years old. Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure based on Jesus what Christ. we saw uh, with Michaela Cole, there was probably a lot more with Michaela Cole. Absolutely. Uh, that we just didn't get to see. Mm-hmm. Also, Lupita Nyong'o trained a lot underwater she sure did and she had like one underwater scene so yeah. i'm pretty sure there's a lot there that she we did just a lot didn't get. yeah um, right 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 yeah she had to go fucking pull the ass out of out, out of the fucking water um but oof, didn't end well but anywho um yeah man great film you know to wrap it up here um enjoyed the post-credit scene um which how is also originally the end that what you mean that scene was originally the end of the film Oh, okay. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of, it's obvious. Yeah. Um, and but I I enjoyed the how they're you know how they're gonna keep this thing going. Of course, yeah, a little I Haitian mean, T'Challa. Yeah, a little Haitian. So, yeah, a little Haitian. Right, uh, a little Haitian. A little Haitian T'challa. For the recast T'Challa, y'all got it. Right, exactly. Y'all got it. Y'all got exactly what you niggas wanted. Recast T'Challa. It's going to happen. Yeah, it is going yeah. to happen. It's just not going to happen as quickly as you thought. But it's going to happen at some point here. Um, but no, nah, man, the film was great. I'm hoping that, you know, our reviews, you know, piqued more interest. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, I don't understand what you're doing. You need to st- stop listening to this podcast right now. And go watch that. And go watch it in IMAX. Please. Don't fuck yourself. Watch it in Please IMAX. Watch it in IMAX. Watch it in Dolby. Watch it in D-Box. Watch it in whatever, the on the biggest screen you can find. You can fucking find. Watch it there. Enjoy it. Come back. Tell us what you thought. Tell them niggas what you thought. Tell the yeah. world what you thought. Because me and this nigga in here, we fucking loved it. It was stellar. Oh my god! And it's done quite well in the box office. So oh my god, six hundred and seventy-six million in three weeks. In three weeks. In three weeks. In three weeks, bro. Them, them you, didn't we? Didn't crazy. we? Didn't we have like a little like um, banter on on? And it was either in the chat or on here of where we even thought this movie could do yeah you know i think we all kind of were like it could do a billion but i'm not holding my breath this shit is on pace to fucking do just that and then some yeah i think i think (laughs) so i I still don't know if it's gonna hit the um same numbers the first one hit Mm -hmm. 1.3 billion it's like number 13 all time right right Um, right. but i think it's it's gonna do it's gonna do it's gonna do fucking well I, gonna, I think it, I think it yeah. will too. I mean, it's already it's already profitable. It's definitely already, already profitable. Already the budget broke. would have been like I think two hundred and fifty million mm-hmm. with marketing, probably closer to three hundred, almost four hundred. Mm-hmm. It's already at six hundred. Mm-hmm. It's it's done well. It's already yeah exactly the numbers that the studios needed to see. You know the suits they they're they, seeing they, them. They saw them and they're going to see more because the film has only been out for three weeks. Only been out <laughs> for three weeks. So it's still. I mean, it was. Sitting on top of the box office yet again after this Thanksgiving weekend for the for its third week, and we just mentioned some other really good films that 
Obviously, we're not going to rival Marvel films. Duh. But niggas are still going, niggas are still pulling up to this film. There's still a lot of people out there who've seen it multiple times who want to see it another two times before it's out of theaters. Yeah. So they're going to get more more coins from a lot of people out there for sure. The homies I was with in the theaters were like, damn, I wish I could just go home and watch this shit right Mm -hmm. now. Like that. Mm -hmm. Shit was amazing. Shit was amazing. Um, even like as a as a comic book geek, that little uh, uh, El Nino Sin Namor. Mm, yeah, that being how he got his name, I was like, oh, that that yeah, was actually kind of right? hard, bro. Was I was tough. like, it's actually kind of hard. Like a, a nice way to yeah to redo his little uh, sort of origin. Um, and also uh, Haitian T'Challa, I liked a lot because in the comics, Black Panther was a king since he was a kid, mm-hmm. and like that's him as an adult being a king was like he was way more like. He was way more into it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. way more, like way deeper into it. He approached it in a completely different manner. Um, so yeah, T'Challa, we're, we're, he was too noble. What the <laughs> niggas? <laughs> what he say? What he say? Amen. <laughs> oh, bro, that he's, was that was a fire. What you scene. think? Of, what you think of her suit? I thought it was cool. The, the only thing I didn't necessarily like is that I, I wish she kind of would have bulked up for it. I also know she got injured in the midst of the movie, so I don't know if right, that contributed right, right. to it. Um, I wish she would have kind of bulked up for it, but I thought the suit was fire, bro. Suit was it kind of um, I saw someone bring up online how it kind of combined T'Challa did, and yeah. Killmonger's uh, yeah. Killmonger suits. It's like okay, that that's actually a nice little kind of homage to both because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, she's almost a combination of both in terms it's of how true. she approached the shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I thought it was all dope. I even thought the way the uh, the Talokans looked was really cool. Talokans was yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was like really I like, really dope. I like Neymar's crown. Like oh, he was coming down, was, bro. Yeah. That nigga came that down. Tough. And, that was them tough. niggas did like the little little yeah. hot thing and it's yeah. about the head. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, y'all, Homie. y'all niggas, y'all niggas really did it. Also, one thing we didn't mention, and I guess you know, say this and move on to whatever's next. But they spoke like seven languages in the yeah. film. Of course, of the film, if this shit hits a billion, I think that might be the most languages ever spoken. Like, oh, sounds a movie right. That hits like. That much. That sounds about um, right. Which is, you know, dope because it's like a worldwide movie. Even if you look at some of the numbers, bro, it's doing really well in like Mexico and a lot of. Latin oh, I countries. have no doubt. Yeah, that you um, have two huge. You have Tinoc and Lupita. Yeah, I mean, come so on. yeah, so um, yeah, and no, they, no. they 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 their press run in Mexico seemed to be like a big one. It seemed yes. like they really shelled out the the marketing ducats for this press run. Yeah, absolutely. And they definitely uh, hit on their key areas, which Mexico was a key area, a very key area, very key Clearly. area. You know, clearly. Um, yeah, give niggas before we move on to our next topic. You know, we ain't gonna spend too much more time on this. Obviously, y'all know that we love the fucking film. But, I hope y'all know but, that. <laughs> but give niggas at a at what's your what's your scale one to ten? One to ten. All right. This even after all I said, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give it a perfect ten. I would love to, but you know, like I said, the editing just kind of took it back for me. Get I have to give it a. Uh, probably gonna say like a nine. That's a nine. Yeah. That's a that's a straight nine. Straight maybe nine, nine and a half. Yeah. Straight mm, up nine. Very, very minor gripes. Yeah. yeah. And then in terms of recommendations, I mean, like, you know, I'll say five out of five. Five. Uh, I'll even give it six out of five. Right. No, ten go, out of five. You like, know come I mean? on. Double. Go, go see, go see that motherfucker as, Are you as crazy? many times as you can. Please like, this do. Really, really good movie. And, uh, you know, as you know, on the show, we're huge fans of uh, Ryan Coogler, Peter Nyong'o. All of those, uh, yeah. Uh, Winston Duke, Denai Guerra, Angela Bassett, Ash, Angela Bassett, um, the late great Chadwick Boseman, of obviously, course, of course, you obviously know? Chadwick, um, and, and 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 the newcomers here. You know, T Knock is he man. Shout out T Knock, man, killed it. Hey man, hey, we gonna we gonna see where he, you know, how how this jump starts his 
I don't, I'm his U.S. Say, career, his U.S. His, career, yeah, his, yeah. U.S., his U.S. Exactly. career. Yeah, and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, disregard any of his previous work. Um, but this, with this clearly being the biggest shit he's in, yeah, we're gonna see how this. If that was in anything bigger, I, we yeah, right tell us because we we've seen it. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we must have seen it. But, On me, uh, yeah, such a great fucking movie for um, sure. Such a great movie. What's your what's your rating? Same nine nine and a half, nine nine and a half out of ten. The fucking movie was great. Um, and long film sometimes, like you said, pacing of it. There's gonna get some parts in there that drags. You know, you have a film that's over fucking two and a half hours. You know, it's gonna drag. It's gonna drag in bits. You know, it. The first one dragged in a few parts. There are just you do very very rarely find Marvel films or just films in general. Where you don't have some 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 parts that's like, uh, it's a little dra- it's dragging here, or I wish it was, you know, this would have happened instead. You know, we all gonna have like those films out there, but that didn't take away from the movie for me. I obviously didn't take away from you because Man. I I still recommend it highly for people to go see highly, it. Bro. Um, because I can't wait to just like Black Panther one, just like a lot of the other films that I have. I can't wait to fucking buy it and have it. To own and I can watch crib. it whenever the fuck I want to watch. Yeah, at the crib. Mm-hmm. Can hear that. Nigga yeah. Killmonger. Did you watch? Did you prior to go seeing it? Did you see? Did you watch Black Panther one and then go watch it? I did actually. Um, I, so that same day I was doing like a rough draft for an essay where I'm talking about uh Black Panther one, and um, so I was watching it while I was typing it, and as I was watching, it, I was like, damn, bro, like this is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like just in a general sense, I was like, if they can even come close to what's going on here, then like they they've hit it on the head. And, you know, obviously the movie is anchored by, you know, Chadwick Boseman. Um, I did realize, though, in rewatching the first one, like, oh, a lot of the characters in Wakanda factor heavily into the plot. Like, they're not just random motherfuckers. Just no, not around. at all. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I did watch it, like, not even one or two hours right before. Um, what about you? Did you, did you yeah. see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it. Uh, I saw the film on, I want to say I seen it on Thursday, too. Like you did, you you saw early opening as did yes. I. Um, I watched it. I want to say probably just the Wednesday prior. Okay, yeah. So just so like still pretty fresh hours. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very very fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, couldn't wait to sit down and watch it though, man. It was it was it was great oh, for sure. Such a fire fucking. Um, damn, I had another question about it that was actually really really key, but I just lost it that quickly. Oh, here we go. And this will lead into our next one. Um, where do you see this one in terms of uh, Oscar hopeful as the first one was? It's got an Oscar-friendly release. This is a, a better Oscar. release date than the first one. Yeah, so I think... They're going to push? They're going to push. it. In, so the first one got a decent amount of wins. I don't know if this one's going to get as many wins. I think Ruthie Carter gets another. Gets, yeah, she I gets think, that one again. I think so. Um, I think Ludwig Mike. Could he could he I took think, that for the first one? Yeah, I think he can get nominated. He I think he low key deserves to win, but I think he could definitely Black get Panther nominated. Like one won the first, didn't he? Did, yeah, 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 yeah. Thought so. Yeah. Um, Depp. I think this can get a best picture nomination. Um, just the way the category set up, mm-hmm. you know, I can definitely get a best picture nomination. Do you think Ryan Coogler deserves either a screenplay or a director, director? nod uh, for this? Because I mean, really, screenplay mostly because. This is a hard movie to have done. You mm-hmm. lost your lead character. This is like a big franchise movie. Had to literally rewrite the script because oh. that was not his in, 
he had already wrote a script that he wanted Chadwick to yeah to give his his notes on yeah exactly and you know obviously they had to kind of scrap that and redo it um or at the very least adjust it adjust it right um so I do think he deserves a screenplay nod for this because this I was, agree this was I agree with you amazing um but in terms of what I think is actually going to happen I think best picture nomination uh best score nomination best costume design nomination um. That those are the only three that I can really be like for sure. That you really I would, feel confident. I do yeah, too. Yeah, I feel confident that they, those three. Yeah, I'm kind of like you. I, I hope that Kugler gets the the director and screenplay nom, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, but I do think that he is is owed those at least the nominations. For at me. least for those two, and then Angela Bassett for uh, <laughs> best supporting actress. Mm. I think. I think. She should get it. I don't know if she will. Um, mm. The acting categories are a little bit up in the air right now. Right, but right, I, right. I do think she should at least get a nod because um, I, I think I think she absolutely killed. It. I mean, that monologue was was just great. You know what I mean? And yep. she kept the accent the whole monologue. I was like, that's mm-hmm. actually amazing. Mm-hmm. Actually amazing mm-hmm. and a good accent. You know what I mean? Stronger so, than the first one. Much stronger. Than, I mean, it had to be. So, you know what I mean? She got a little speech. Yep. Um, also, you know, Tanak Tanak should get something. Yeah, what you 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 think T Knock should get a get a nod? I think he should. He won't. Fuck he it. will not. He will not. Fuck but it. I, I think he, I think he should. I think he should. He, he gave a really very really good, really nuanced performance. Yes, sir, um, he did. Because it's a big comic book movie. I don't know if they'll even if he'll even come close to sniffing a nod. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you know. But those other cats uh, categories um, are for sure. Those for, three categories, I, I think, are almost a, uh, I won't say a lock, but as pretty close to a lock as, as anything else. That's it. That's true. Um, oh, um, well, that was a big budget film. There's another big budget film that Let's has to do it. fucking well. Oh my we God. ain't got to do spin on it because this one ain't out yet. It ain't. And we, you know, we'll have more once it's out. Yeah, we will. Um, Avatar The Way of Water. Woof. How you feel about this one here, boss? Like, it's on a $350, $400 million budget. And, it, it, you know, when they tell you that, insanity. that means it's, it's actually more. Right. Right. If those are the numbers <laughs> they're throwing out, it's actually more. Like 450 Yeah, um, maybe five. Insane. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. It's insanity that this is. This, but, of course, this is a film that is, what, 13 years in the making? Yeah. 14, 13, 12, 13 years. Which like I think that. we said before. They, they should have dropped it years, years ago. Years ago. This is a long overdue yeah. film. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people are a bit apprehensive. It's like, this is a film that if you, you're trying to make as much money as they need to make to break even. Two billion dollars is about where they need to be. That's the ballpark. They well, need to well, be. so they to to break even, they probably just need to hit like one point three or four bill. It's got to no, be like the billion. third. Oh, it's, it's two, two billion dollars. Two billion that, is the number. To, it needs to be two billion dollars or to, more to, to break, break even. even. I thought it was just to be profitable. Two mm-hmm. bill to break to even. break even. To break even. Uh, okay, so here's that's here's what's. That's, it's crazy, but here's what's working in their favor. Go for it. James Cameron has two of the highest grossing movies ever. Of course. Titanic and Avatar. And Avatar. So that's what's kind of working in their favor, but it's a different time. It's a different time, man. If this movie came out pre-pandemic, it'd be okay. Oh, sure. If this was what you also said something really earlier, you know, if this was pre-merger of the of the assets of 21st Century and, and Disney, if this was just a... a this was just Fox's film pre-merger, pre-pandemic, all of that stuff. 
So we're talking if this film had would have come out like 2017. Yeah, 2016, about something like that. It would have. It, it would have been perfect. I been, mean, and even if so, say the merger didn't happen and the movie was planned to come out at the end of this year, I think Fox would have either brought it forward or pushed it back. Or pushed it back. Like if this was dropped in the summer, they would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, dropping it in the winter, where you already have Wakanda Forever, yeah, Wakanda um, Forever. still in theaters. Um, still doing numbers. Still doing numbers. Uh, I don't necessarily think if somebody's going to the theater in, this, on, in the, the middle of December, then they got to choose between Wakanda and Avatar. They probably already seen Wakanda in all mm. likelihood, right? Right, right, So right. they might choose Avatar, but December's not like a, it's not like a box office friendly month in the sense that that's not a month where people, that, that, that month doesn't typically do like billion dollars worth of box office mm-hmm. for a single movie. It might do overall for every movie that come out for, say, one particular studio. But in terms of, like, a single movie, I don't know that a movie's hit those crazy type numbers. Last year, Spider-Man did it, but that was also banking off of the fact that it was three different... They brought all the Spider-Man. They brought all the Spider-Man. And all the Spider-Man villains. Like, so... Hey, look, James Cameron, you know, we hoping for you. You know, and exactly, you know, I don't... Can, can James Cameron do this? Of course, he's fucking done it before. With like you just said, he's had he has two of the most profitable, highest grossing films ever already with Titanic and the first Avatar. Um, but the very big takeaway here is we all have been saying, like anyone who has even just passing knowledge of how the industry has evolved over the past few years due to the pandemic um, or changed. Um, that's a that's a huge number to 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 have to have to get to. Um so and you did say that pre-sales have already gone out and how the pre-sale numbers looking like. I know you don't have like a a ballpark of where it is, but are the pre-sale numbers like at least looking like this is something that may be attainable because I don't know how the pre-sales were in 09 with the first avatar. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I but mean, that I was don't... also 2009. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's also <laughs> a slightly different time. Uh, so pre-sales wasn't pre-sales wasn't the same, but I'll say with um, so far the projected pre-sales just based on that they're saying it's looking it's looking pretty solid. It's not looking bad at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also pre-sales, so exactly. like that's that's not necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean like okay this movie's about to do crazy fucking numbers. Right. Um, it just means from it's looking good so far. Um, now I'll say Black Panther is expected, more likely expected to do well domestically, mm-hmm. whereas Avatar is probably expected to do really well, um, overseas. So that's also kind of working in his favor. But once again, bro, like when you got a movie that's got to be hit 2 billion just to break even, you're kind of in a tough spot. Yeah. This, this movie might actually still be in theaters like next fall. You know what I'm saying? Like that's oh, that's kind of they're gonna have to do a pull the fucking Top Gun. Absolutely, absolutely. This shit and Top Gun still gonna be in theaters in like three months. Yeah. Top Gun just now about to hit Paramount Plus. Like I want to say this Friday. Oh my god! And it's still in theaters, isn't it? I don't think. I think. I think its theatrical run is ended. Oh wow! Yeah, only took them eight months. You know, <laughs> <laughs> only took them eight months. Yeah, um, yeah. It's about to hit the plus uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, this Friday the second, I believe. Okay. So can't wait to be watching. Yeah, man, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Good um, one. um, but you know, like big name James Cameron, you know, IP that already has built an audience. Avatar, 
Um, we, I mean, we just kind of got to fucking see how this shit plays out, man. Like, it's a lot riding on it. Man. A lot, there are a lot of people I've seen. I've seen niggas on Twitter talking about. I actually, hope this bombs so we don't have to get any more Avatar films. Uh, I mean, I, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm a hater. Christ. I was gonna try to try to keep it off air, but I'll say, bro, I'm not. I'm not hoping for this to to do exceptionally well. I didn't see the first one in theaters. Um, Me neither. Any any and I'm not hoping it, it doesn't do well because of anything regarding the content. It's more so. I hate to hear that a film needs to hit two billion. That's just especially a- in an environment where we're not necessarily getting those mid-budget movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you got movies like Glass Onion that should be in theaters for much longer that aren't. Like I'm like, all right, bro. If this is what we're making room for to be in theaters and shit, let's come on, right? Dead it. Dead it. We need something to flop so we can they can these niggas can stop doing shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I'm I am in that contingent of haters. Probably not for the same reason these <laughs> niggas are in it. Uh, but I'm definitely in that contingent of haters. Yeah. Well, shit. Are you gonna go see it opening? I haven't got my ticket yet, so probably not. Probably um, not, huh? But I'll I'll see it. I'll definitely see it for sure. IMAX. I'm gonna go be. I'm. I'll be in there to see yeah. it as 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 I see any other big film or not even big film, just a movie. If it's an IMAX that I can watch, I'm, it. I'm gonna go watch it in IMAX. Go I gotta watch, watch it. it in IMAX. If I watch it anything less than IMAX, I know I'm not gonna like it. So I exactly. at least give it a fight. Not chance. doing myself. I'm doing yeah. myself a disservice. Yeah. Um. But he has a lot of what are the if if this film does fare well in the box office and it does meet these very uh, hefty. <laughs> goals that they have to meet in order to break even and then become profitable after it breaks even. What is it like? Two more Avatar films that would be? It is. It's one in the can already. So Avatar three is essentially done. They probably got to do a little bit more filming. Uh, Avatar four, I don't think is even started yet. They're mm-hmm. waiting to see how two does, and if two doesn't do well, then three is going to be like the last one that they do, um, which would come out like two years from now, I think. Well, I'm seeing here via deadline, and this was less than a week ago, that it's already projected to do 150 to 175 opening. That's not bad at all. That's not bad. So if it's already there on just opening weekend alone, 175 M's, I mean... Can it do two billion? Who knows? We just have to wait and see. Two, but two billion is tough. One billion. billion I, I, I mean, you're doing almost two hundred million first weekend. You can hit one billion in a span of like eight weeks. A billion, right? Because a billion dollars—that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But if you're doing two hundred <laughs> mil the first weekend, mm-hmm. you can you can hit a billion. Because I'm pretty sure that's just domestic. So worldwide is probably going to be closer to like almost four hundred mil first weekend, mm-hmm. and then after that, you know. They can they can hit a billion in eight it weeks, did, no problem. Avatar 09 did seventy seven mil opening weekend, mm-hmm. and it still hit a billion. That's still crazy. hit a bill, but yeah. I, that came out in the summer, so that was, that was completely yeah. different. Summer two thousand nine. You can't name can't name five movies that came out. But that it's summer. got a lot. It's getting a lot of push in in the Asian markets. Um, oh, that's good. That's so actually great because not a lot of not a lot of American movies hit a lot of those mm-hmm. Asian markets. Um. So you know, we I I think that the number is it it is a huge number that it has to hit, um. But we've seen crazier shit happen in Hollywood. We so. absolutely have. Yeah, no, it won't be. It, it it'll be surprising if it does hit two billion, and it will also not be surprising if it doesn't. If that makes sense, no, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. Well, literally, 
The only thing that would be surprising is if this movie completely flops. Completely flops. That, that would be, be a, that'll be a true. That would be, be the surprise. only surprising thing Truly. if this movie completely flopped, which I, I don't see happening if it's gonna yeah. project Un- to hit one seventy five opening weekend. Yeah, that's that's true. Unlike another film that has flopped recently, um Strange World. That was weird. Standing to lose, what was it? A hundred mil. That's a lot of goddamn money to to, to take an L on. Brent, I was going to bring it up earlier when you were talking about the Thanksgiving, um, like Disney having them Thanksgiving releases. Mm -hmm. This should have been like another one of those movies. Uh, The issue kind of now with Disney, though, is that they got too much shit, bro. They got too much... Too much IP, too much movies coming out. They're not promoting the right shit. I know they had like kind of a leadership change that might have contributed to like the way Strange Worlds was put out. Um, I guess they could have put it out on Disney Plus initially, but they chose not to and ended mm-hmm. up losing money anyway. So they probably should have just did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna be a, a tough L. Um, but not that tough since them niggas cleaning up hand over fist regarding uh films lately. Um This is true, because black the Black Panther. Black alone is is here to <laughs> fucking salvage some of those some of those those box office ills, and, and then whatever Black Panther doesn't do, which I wouldn't imagine it doesn't do it for him. Avatar is probably going to make up for it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, it's a little little bit of a bonehead move though. Don't, yeah, don't I, I I agree with you. Like, have you do you know what this do you know what the movie is about? Absolutely not. I saw like a te- I remember it was a teaser trailer in front of films earlier in the year, and I haven't seen a trailer since then. I only recently found out Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Gabby Union are in the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Prior to very recently, I had no idea. So this is a, a weird flop. Let's see if I can find a plot real quick. Um, something that sums it up because I don't, I don't want to read a long-ass plot. Yeah, don't do that. Just do like the little one-sentence synopsis. Mm-hmm. Little, little Quick little tagline. Yeah, here we go. Um, the Cleeds the family in the film, are a legendary family of explorers whose differences threaten to topple their latest and most crucial mission into uncharted and treacherous territory. That's that's the law. That's the that's the log line. The log I mean, line. that's that's not. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It sounds like it needs a little bit more promotion. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know Ebert, if I do or don't want to see that movie based on Roger Ebert gave it three stars. Um, okay, out of five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eh, okay, that's not bad. I mean, it's a kids movie, it's right? Kids like, movie. yeah, like I, I, like I, I think they they dropped budget the ball. 135 to oh, 180 million goddamn dollars. Golly, Wasn't there God. an openly gay character in this one too? Was ah uh, probably uh, that wouldn't surprise me. They they yeah. I never understand why studios do this, bro. Yeah, man. Like this, you have your own streaming service, like you at, and you you approach it in this way. You don't give it a shot to like actually make money. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just stupid bonehead shit, bro. Yeah, that one right there could have you know for sure you know at least made its it, at least broke even had it you know got the 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 proper promo. Um, and like you said, you nailed it. Disney um, has been known to dominate, literally dominate. The box office in terms of animated films, yeah, especially around this time, yeah, of where this film was released, that is supposed to, at the very least, break even. And at they, least and they, they dropped the ball, bro. And it's it was so just, a, it was just a major ball drop. I agree. So weird. Um, when it hits Disney Plus, I'll I'll lock in. 
Oh yeah, of course. See what it's see see what it's cooking for. I mean, because we're probably gonna a lot of people are gonna probably get around to this film and be like, "Damn, this is a good film." Yeah. <laughs> I, there was a lot of people that were like that with uh, Turning Red. Yes, Turning Red yes. was a movie that it was initially supposed people to come wish, out. Yeah, exactly. And then it didn't. It went to Disney Plus, and everybody was like, "Oh, I would have saw the shit in theaters mm-hmm. if y'all dropped it in theaters." Mm-hmm. Um, but it also didn't have hella promotion. Which is why I went to Disney Plus. Which is why I went to the Plus. Um, yeah, they 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 fucked up. Yeah, they man, fucked up bad. It's a lot of money to lose there, but you know Disney is you know they they they've been in this industry for a very long time. Right. <laughs> they've they've dominated and you know have taken some L's too, like most major studios do. Fucking that's this that's the industry. You're yeah. going to as you're gonna have a lot of wins, but you're gonna have some L's too. You have a couple of them you're L's. Have bro. some. You're gonna have some 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 hefty L's and some Man. expensive ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, you gotta know, balance the books though. When you you gotta balance the books when you own IP like the Black Panther and Avatar and every fucking other movie that I mentioned early on in the show, Frozen and Man. Toy Story and all this. If niggas want to make money in it, they can do. They, they can do they, that, they, and they absolutely will. And they and they absolutely will continue to do so. So I ain't too much worried about that. Just wish that this film would have got more of a push. So um, you know, for for those underrepresented communities out there who want yeah. to see themselves in more films, bro, like yeah. this is this would have been a film for them, a film that I'm sure had it gotten the right ears, the right eyes, the right promo, the right marketing. It would have, uh, like I've already mentioned, it would it would have at the very least broke even, at least. Now y'all niggas losing 150 m's. That's a lot of m and m's to lose, or right? 100 there. m's, 100 m's, about 150 m's. Uh, man, look, I, losing a million dollars sounds like a lot of money to me. I'm broke. Losing dollars, <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all tell me I'm about to lose ten dollars. I'm Listen, hot. Like, hold on, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 Let's slow down, whoa, buddy. Whoa. Let's slow down. Let's reapproach this. Yeah, let me look at the receipt real quick again. Double check that. Listen, hold on. Let me tell you, but um, yeah, man, that's a, that's a, that's a rough one there. But you know, they'll bounce back. I'll um, figure it out. But um, speaking of uh, I guess other films that are that are in the works. Um, before we get the fuck out of here, yeah, about um, to do it. Harrison Ford in another indie, another Indiana Jones. Film? Yeah, Jesus Christ, that shit. It it was announced years ago, and I can't believe they're actually doing it. But uh, James Mangold's directing it. He did a uh, Three Tenths of Yuma. He did uh, Logan. Okay. Um, he's done. He's done some pretty fire shit. So okay. I'm, I'm confident in it. it's the first one that Steven Spielberg is not directing. Mm. They, yeah, but they they're de aging Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford claims this might be his last movie ever. I doubt it. That nigga likes making money. Mm-hmm. Um, they will. He only says shit like that so they can give him a, a number that he will not refuse. Not re- fucking refuse. Because um, he did the same shit with Star Wars. But uh, yeah, they're doing it. I think it's coming out next year. I think that one's in the can. The trailer should be dropping soonish. Mm-hmm. Um, de aging this nigga for the beginning part of the movie. He's gonna be fighting some Nazis and then they're gonna move on to like the sixties after that. And okay. you know, yeah, it'll it'll. It'll be a movie, that's for sure. I don't think it'll necessarily be bad. Don't know if it'll necessarily be good, but hey, it'll be a movie. That's for damn sure. That's okay. Well, shit. I'm not. I'm. Uh, hey, I have no doubt about that. Um, you know, I have never actually probably sat and watched an Indiana Jones film. Really? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's not really a franchise that has just piqued my interest like that. So I never really sat down and watched it. I think the one in 2012, 
I might have seen bits and pieces. That was in 2008 um, with Shia LaBeouf. Was that 08? Yeah, that was 08, Shia LaBeouf. Which one is that, boss? Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I think it is. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Hold Skull. On. Which that was just an okay movie. Oh, okay. Let's was, look at the let's look at the box office of some of these. They they've done well. They've done. I mean, they have to in order uh, for yeah. niggas to. Yeah, here we go. Kingdom of the Chris of the Crystal Skull. Um, that was when they were trying to make Shia a star. Yeah, made seven hundred and ninety M and M's worldwide. Um, on like what two hundred on a budget of shit. Let me find it. Yeah, something like that. I feel like two hundred. Two hundred is probably about it. Yeah. They've all been they've all done well. They've all been profitable. That's why we're getting an Indiana Jones five. Mm-hmm. Um, when this nigga Harrison Ford's budget like was one hundred and eighty five million dollars yeah, on that one. Yeah. Um. This is the first. This upcoming one with Harrison Ford would be the first one that's not distributed by Paramount. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This one will be distributed by Lucasfilm. Owned by Disney, so mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So Disney, you know, yeah. Disney stands to make more fucking money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, all the original indie movies were like a collab between George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Um, so they've all technically been Lucas films, mm, pretty much. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. That's uh, you know interesting. Once again, Disney and this fucking IP. Disney owns it. They own every. They own every piece they of IP you can almost man. damn near think of. But no, you're right. You know, um, John Williams has been the guy scoring these films. Can't wait to hear that. Um, and of course, no different in the upcoming uh, Indiana Jones film. That nigga don't miss. Um, the fucking franchise, like you've already mentioned, is been very lucrative. So, you know, it makes sense for Hollywood and in the. The, the time of Hollywood now, even though a lot of people, including Quentin Tarantino, um, oh feels like the, this is the worst <laughs> that the industry has ever been. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, de aging an old motherfucker to, to to just keep playing the same role is very Hollywood. Um, I who who would be a good substitute if Harrison Ford wasn't Indiana Jones? Uh, that's hard because Har- Harrison Ford is like. He is Indian. He is like, Indian. The way, yeah, the way he he is, his personality, how he's his like movie star quality or how he approaches roles, like it just works well movie for Indiana star. Jones. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, hey, it's them tears. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if anybody could replace. I would honestly say just fucking retire it if he's if he's not gonna play it no more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nobody where that really works. I remember for a little bit they said Chris Pratt. Might be playing replacing them, which That's, I was like, that sounds like somebody they would try to. Yeah, I was in. like that. That wouldn't. If you want to see an Indiana Jones movie flop, go ahead and throw put, Chris Pratt in. Chris and Pratt and you know, I think Chris Pratt's decent, but if you want to see an Indiana Jones movie flop, throw Chris Pratt in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think anybody could could do it as well as, or even close to fucking Harrison Ford. I was gonna say who do you think, but you don't even watch the motherfucking movie. So I ain't yeah. ever watched the yeah. goddamn film, so <laughs> yeah. So you don't even know. Yeah, I, I would Sheesh. just say retire the motherfucker. Some motherfuckers. white man. Hey, <laughs> right, fuck it. Put a nigga in there. Aldous. Oh, Aldous. Aldous Idris. Aldous. Aldous Idris. Hey man, look. Hey, nigga, nigga, uh, a nigga and a nigga and a Jones or something. Mm, I don't man, know. it's Inglewood Jones. Inglewood <laughs> Jones. <laughs> I'd oh, watch that movie. Geez. I'd watch that movie. It might not be great. Paul Pierce is the is, is oh. oh Jesus Christ. 
All right. I think now is as good a time as any to go ahead and close the show. Jesus Christ, Paul Pierce. We give him Paul Pierce rolls. Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> Roddy Rich score, do the score uh, something. <laughs> No, I listen to a Roddy Rich. Yeah, I listen to a Roddy Rich. Hey, man, I'm glad that we brought up some niggas real quick. I saw somebody bring up a really, really, I know they were just, you know, throwing some shit out there that probably might be in the work because it's always some shit happening in Hollywood that we don't know yet. Um, but somebody brought up the idea that Metro Boomin should score a horror film. That'd be fire. That would be fire, huh? That'd be fire. That'd like, be fire, huh? Yeah. Our engineer's getting us a head nod. Bro, that engineer's like, hold on, that's it right there. That sounds that fire, That nigga about right. to cut us off because he's like, that's the wrong free idea to give out. <laughs> <laughs> Metro, come on. <laughs> hey, that that would actually... That'd be tough, right? That, that... Metro scoring a horror flick? Like a Jordan Peele movie or something? Ooh. That would just sound Let Metro crazy. just just let him just let him get off? Bruh. That would... And you know, this this is gonna sound like a weird choice, but I think Pierre Bourne would probably do crazy. Because remember, It Follows? Mm-hmm. Disaster Piece had kind of like that 8-bit score mm-hmm. to It Follows. I think uh, Pierre Bourne could do like a yeah. cool-ass 8-bit yeah. score to like a, 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 a horror movie that's I think so. like... See, we got to have a whole nother conversation on on uh, niggas who can score horror films or just do scores. Yeah, just do scores. You got to be horror film. Make music or but whatever. hearing a Metro horror films uh, scored by him would be hard. That'd be tough. That'd be fire. That you would be you hard. just know Twenty One gonna show up somehow. Twenty One's there. Twenty One's gonna show up in that Twenty One is there. Somehow. I mean, because he kind of didn't. Twenty One was in charge of Spiral, right? The, yeah, he was. He dropped like that little EP, yeah. which was cool. Which EP was, was cool. which was cool. Yeah. Spiral was actually a decent movie. I don't really I still care for seen it. Yeah. Saw films or hit. Vi- there are a lot of hit or miss films in the horror genre. My Saw God. is very hit we, or miss. we didn't already talked about it, but we actually didn't talk about Saw in that little episode. <laughs> right. but no, we didn't. Saw is real hit or miss. Saw is very, I don't very even like horror movies, but I've seen enough Saw movies to let you know that shit is mm. real hit or miss. But Spiral was decent. Okay, I gotta watch Spiral. I gotta ones. watch Spiral. I think it's on Stars. If you got Stars, watch it on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. Um, but speaking of musicians, who is also an actor, who's also a fucking jack of all trades, the ultimate entertainer, Jamie Foxx. Didn't you say this nigga was like goddamn, goddamn? He um, said he got a, a Black Ocean's Eleven. A Black out. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Now here, That's before interesting. I, before I continue, let, one thing I gotta say about Jamie Foxx. There's like five or six movies Jamie Foxx has been talking about for like the last decade that haven't. Like, haven't even attempted to shoot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So take this with a grain of salt. But he said he wrote a... Um, he said he wrote two movies that he wants to shoot eventually, but one of them was... Uh, one of them was a Black Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Um, when he and most- tell... For the niggas out there who have absolutely no earthly idea what the Ocean's franchise is really about, tell niggas what that's about so they can, they can put in a little bit more into perspective. Yeah, so the Ocean's movie is, like, essentially... So like this guy whose last name is Ocean. I forget his first fucking name, but uh, he ain't Billy Ocean. Yeah, Caribbean Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Billy or Frank. It I think it's Billy, Danny. It actually, Frank. I think it's Danny Ocean. But he puts together a team of eleven people. Okay, and they attempt to do a heist. Um, with oh, Baron so it's a heist film. It's a heist film, and like the eleven got people it, all have it. different roles within the heist. Um, but he says he wants to do a Black Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claims it's going to shoot next year. Um, he okay. says. It, it, I'll watch it because Jamie Foxx is involved. Yeah, and I'll say this: Jamie Foxx. So he was on um, Uninterrupted when they were in the middle of a, a Thursday night football game. Okay, and he was talking about it, and he said he he has. He said Jay Z's producing it. Um, okay, Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be in it. 
Mm-hmm. He wants uh, Dave Chappelle in it. He said Chris Rock's going to be in it. Okay. Um, Chappelle, Rock, he, Michael B. Jordan. He, he didn't name any other names, but he, he says he it's going to shoot. He might be in it, obviously. Obviously, he's going to be in it. Uh, but he said it's going to shoot next year. Um, he wrote it himself. Uh, didn't say anything about a director. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'd be locked in to see it. I know you're not too aware of um, who, of like, you know, the Oceans franchise. Um, but in terms of other people I want to see in it, you already know who I'm going to say. All the same nigga. Of course, bro. All this. Give this nigga more roles. Give, give all this more more roles. As many roles as we can keep giving this nigga. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd be locked in for it. It's Jamie fucking Foxx. It's Jamie about, Foxx. You know what I mean? You know Jamie Foxx we're talking about. Uh, just wanted to bring it up so we're kind of ahead of it. If it actually does shoot. If it actually does happen. You, yeah. n- you niggas have heard it here first. Heard it here we first. We broke the news. If yeah. you weren't watching it, you ain't seen niggas talking about it. We talking about it. We're talking about it. And, and like I said, this nigga Jamie Foxx, he, he talked about this one other time prior to this. And it was like in the middle of a random ass interview for a random ass blog. And then this nigga just dropped it in the middle of an uninterrupted episode. So... We might see it. We might see it. Hey, if Jamie's involved for a nigga that has not uh, much of an idea of the... O- I know Oceans... I know of... I have passing knowledge of the Oceans film franchise, but I just haven't really sat down and watched the films in its entirety, in their entirety, because it's more than one. I'm thinking it's like, what, three or four? It's, Ain't it like Oceans 12? It's Oceans 12, Oceans 13, Jesus and then Christ. Uh, Oceans 8. Did yeah, I ain't watched not now none of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, passing knowledge, sure. But Jamie Foxx and all them other niggas is involved. Guess what? I'm locked in. Run it up. So why the fuck not? Um, but before we hang before we head out of here, there's a very random film that we just saw got the green light from Universal. Cocaine Bear. Oh, not just got the green light. It's it's done. It's coming out next February. Oh, it's done done. Yeah, it's done. Oh wow. Directed by Elizabeth Banks. Hey, shout out yeah. Elizabeth Banks. Um, uh, who also didn't she direct or whatever was it Pitch Perfect? I believe she did like one of the Pitch Perfects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and she's also in the Hunger Games. If you don't know who Elizabeth she is, she Banks is. is she is Effie yeah. in the Hunger Games. She's in the Hunger Games, and she's in that movie with Paul Rudd. That's escaping me right now. But she's, I, in, she's she's in quite a bit of shit. Yeah, she's in a lot of shit. She's also in Spider Man. I was just rewatching Spider Man. She Bingo. played uh, Betty Brant in Spider Man. But yeah, no, she's directing Cocaine Bear. Uh, what it, the fuck is this movie? So this movie is based on a true story. It's about no way. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, so the the true story is there was like a dude who was a he used to be a lawyer, he used to be a cop, and then he turned into a drug smuggler. He was flying a plane over somewhere. The plane was too heavy, so he started dropping bags of cocaine out the plane. Then he tried jumping out the plane with a parachute with a bag of cocaine on him, and the parachute didn't didn't open, so he ended up dying in a plane crash. Um, well. And, yeah, so the first bag of cocaine that he dropped had a few keys in it, and a bear got into it, ended up eating it, and then overdosing and dying. Um Oh, so this is going to be a very dark film here. Well, I mean, yeah. The, in the movie, though, the bear is going to go on a rampage. On a rampage. A yeah, drug, the bears, cocaine-fueled rampage. Yeah, it's, it's about the cocaine bear. Yeah. I'm locked yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I may not even okay. watch. I'm so locked in, I may not even watch a trailer. As soon as tickets drop, I'm just in the theater. Like, Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I think I think I want to go into it cold, too. Um, Actually, because the title alone is... <laughs> the poster's crazy. They got all the cocaine shaped like a bear. Yeah, um... Uh, okay, well, Cocaine Bear, ladies and gentlemen, um, Bear. coming out next year by Elizabeth Banks is the director, um, and it's about a bear who is going to go on a rampage after doing hella coke. So, go watch it. 
I'm gonna yeah. watch it. David, why gonna watch it? Knife gonna go watch it. I mean, <laughs> why the fuck not? Hollywood needs more original ideas, even though this is based on like inspired by true events. Yeah, we need more original ideas, even if they sound absolutely nuts. And this one, is, we is Hollywood and, and has gotten really comfortable with just green light and IP yeah, and, and stuff IP. that's based on shit already. Like even yeah. though this is loosely based on stuff, but like just is. Something was, a little bit was, more yeah, like I want, I want cocaine bear. Yeah, yeah, I like. Why cocaine the fuck bear. not, huh? I like cocaine bear. Okay, uh, so it's, it's going to be. A, I like the concept of cocaine bear. I don't like actual cocaine bear. Yeah, not me, the actual me, cocaine me, itself. Yeah, let me Just let me make that the movie absolutely concept. clear. Yeah, Let's uh, make that movie very clear. Concept. Yeah, not, no coke is being done around here. No coke, and then definitely no beers around here. I'm not judging you all out there if you do coke. <laughs> Get it how you fit in. You know what I'm saying? I am not judging you Get people in and bears and whoever else out there is doing blow. That's you. Yeah. We ain't doing no blow here. No. But we're no. going to go see the blow bear. Absolutely. The blow bear? Let's call it cocaine bear. Okay. No, blow hold. bear sounds sound weird. All right. <laughs> blow bear sound like that. That's um. That's a free movie on a certain website that you got Whoa. a private browser Jesus to find. Jesus right? <laughs> But I think that's it for Okay. Yeah, that's all we have for y'all. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> Cocaine Bear is a goodest place to any. Yeah, we're going to end it there. Um, we appreciate y'all always fucking with us as always. Yes. Um, listening, subscribing, sharing. Uh, yes. Feedback is always welcome. If we yes. don't like your feedback, we will totally ignore it, though, because yeah. that's just how this works. Yeah. But if you got good feedback, guess what? We'll listen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we get out of here, tell these good people out there where and how they can find you. Y'all can find me on Instagram. Uh-huh. That Deanie Bus. Yo. Uh, you can find the pod IG at the NW Pod. Uh, that's also the TikTok. You can find the. No, I'm sorry. The Twitter and the TikTok is the NW Pod. The IG is NW.podcast. But if I got them wrong, as per usual, just click the fucking link it's in the bio. It's in the bio. Just click the link in the fucking bio. Um, mm-hmm. I also put our letterbox. Uh, hey, gotta love inside it. Inside the, uh, the bio. So go ahead and click that. Follow us. I just did a review for Black Panther. That's what's uh, up. Corey does a lot of reviews. So, yeah, go ahead and follow him. Look Please at his do. reviews. Um, do a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Corey, anything else for the people? No, not at all. Y'all know where to find me. I ain't even got to do a whole lot of that other stuff. Yeah. But um, we appreciate y'all listening as always. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, Knife, take us out. Whoop! <laughs>